I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Okay, does anybody know what day it is? Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday! Yes, we are nerding out on our passions, having fun and enjoying life to the fullest, as well as unleashing our superhero that is already within us. So do it. I am so excited to bring on a guest today who has been listening to the show from the beginning, but also our connection goes way back. I mean, way back, all the way to Aero Squad days, even further to the TV talk Aero days seven and a half years ago. I've been going to this high school for seven and a half years. I'm no dummy. Let's rock it! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Real Brian oh, Show. Yeah. I am the Real Brian. Hello, Captain. I'm Captain Influence. Still pumped from last week. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, so tell me this. <sighs> am I the... No, you you did this too, right? We both did the seven and a half year plan in high school, right? Like, we're so smart college actually i did the seven and a half year of college i did the seven and a half year thing in high school as well and um, wow i did the four-year plan in college so i don't feel quite as smart yeah I'm, i'm the opposite so we're about even okay but i did do a master's degree so i guess that evens it out yeah and i got like that so well no you couldn't have in four years but i i got more (laughs) higher education than you so wait what um higher education college i got more college than you did you got four years i got seven and a half years well technically i got six years because of my master's oh but yeah well you, then you still beat you just me lied. on time okay <laughs> <laughs> what what he lied what's to going us? on you lied to us i'm gonna kill you all yeah love when i throw that chris Farley ball from left field yeah yeah then that was great i appreciate that i don't know what's mm-hmm. going on right now but i appreciate you joining us thanks for thanks for being here with us thanks and for having me well yeah of course and and thank, every week thank you all for listening and joining us i mean really we get the chance to hang out end the week right have a good time but you want to know what else is just going to be an amazing time what um i don't know actually i was kind of hoping you had an answer for that uh, guest, a guest, um, a guest. Oh, do we, we have a guest? We do have a guest. He's very we? ephemeral. Ephemeral. Um, That's a big word. He's hard to see. I'm glad and you didn't he say only comes out at night. He comes yeah. out at oh. night. He bumps things at night. Makes noises in scary houses. I think. Casper. The friendly so you're, ghost. You're, you're getting close. The yeah. ghost is here. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Hold what on. Up? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> that is the best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> I kind of just want to record that and then every time I enter a room I'm just going to play that first <laughs> but every time you enter a room from now on you have to shut the light off yeah. and then make noises <laughs> I yeah. do that anyway is well, that a ghost? yes technically. it's me <laughs> <laughs> there's an apparition it's me oh yes but see you're not Casper you are Kyle the friendly ghost all the way across the pond I like saying that How because let's be honest as kids we grew up with the idea well some of us had pen pals some of us didn't but mm-hmm. I mean, come on, like, how cool is it that we get to hang out with people across the world, you know, so easily these days? Uh, I tell you what, it's, it's amazing. Like technology is, <laughs> I'm so thankful, especially during <laughs> the lockdown and everything. Like my business has just gone fully online. Yeah. And I think like if this was 10 years ago, I would have been so screwed. So I'm like, thank you so much for Zoom and oh Skype gosh. and all these things. So and like, and like for this, like just the fact that a guy who I connected with seven and a half years ago and I'm like having a full on conversation with like, and it's super cool. So yeah. thank you for technology. You know what I mean, we all take it totally for granted now, but when you just stop and think about it for a minute, that's yeah. pretty cool. Last year with the lockdown and even still like with people not really getting together in person as frequently. I mean, I know it's starting to happen more and more, but I really kind of came to that conclusion last year that I'm like technology, even though it has its negatives and it does have negative effects there are so many things about technology and social media and stuff like that, that if it weren't for that, we would, none of us would have had much contact with anyone. It would have been a very oh, lonely sure. year last year. I'm kind of like more on the side of like my wife will kind of like attest to this. I kind of quite anti social media, even though I use it and I'm yeah. kind of like anti phones and I'm like, I just want to throw this thing into the, into the water, but I, I don't, which is good. <laughs> um, 
especially this year, I've just been like, wow, like we need this, we need this stuff. There's such it's some amazing things. And I mean, like you said, there's some bad stuff as well. But on the whole, like technology is, is so great right now. Yeah. It's I mean, funny. Can you imagine if this pandemic had happened in the eighties? It could have been disastrous socially. Yeah. And and because we have the technology we do, we were at least able to stay connected. And we're so lucky that this happened when it did. Mm-hmm. Now I granted I know some age groups did not utilize the technology as much as others and so therefore there was a bunch of you know concerning loneliness honestly but even then even with the technology as an extrovert i have dealt with a pretty massive amount of loneliness it's not easy and most people are like yeah whatever you'll get over it thanks by the way but you know (laughs) it's super kind but thankfully because of those technologies you know it's like hey if it weren't for the fact that we were on gaming you know on a frequent basis I don't know, man. This would have been a tough thing. So I, I am so thankful for gaming and, and hanging out and doing stuff like that and also doing the show. I mean, seriously, if yeah. we weren't doing the show, we wouldn't be talking, wouldn't be doing anything. So, yeah, this is great. You're like, a, like you said, like super extroverted and like, yeah, I kind of like sit halfway between kind of introverted and extroverted to be Omnivert. honest. Um, yeah, me, me too. Yeah. I mean, is, that, is that the actual term? That's what I made up. I like it. I'm like going it. with it. <laughs> I'm an omnivert. I'm an omnivert. Um, Hello, my name is Kyle Treble and I'm an omnivert. So I don't know, like if you're into the Enneagram, like I'm a, I'm a four, so oh, yeah. kind of clusters. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not like I am more of the kind of quote unquote lone wolf. But so like for me, I've been okay, but it has gone on so long that I'm actually now like, you know what? I can't, I miss people. Like, yeah, yeah. And for me to say that, that is, there must be something. We're all feeling it. I know. I think even the, I think even the hardcore introverts are feeling a little, feeling I a little don't bit. Know. I'm I know. still talking to them and some of the hardcore introverts like Miss Ice, for example, has been like, I am literally like living it up while I can. I mean, literally, she just said that like a week ago or two weeks ago. So I'm like, okay, well, hey, some of the hardcore introverts are just like, no, I'm serious. They're living it up right now. They're having a great time with this. They don't miss it. This is my best life. (laughs) Serious. But you know what, too? I actually am more of an omnivert than I am like a hardcore extrovert. I've met some hardcore extroverts and no, that's not me. I can be alone. I need my alone time, actually interestingly if i don't get it i actually don't do well but because it's just like you were saying because it's gone on for so long it's like okay the deficit has sit in massively and it's it's time to (laughs) time to move on which i'm excited we're moving that way and that's why we're chatting Mm -hmm. but you're right i mean we got to connect over tv talk the narrow squad and then this show and then it was like social media and now it's voxer which is awesome and it's like we actually get to talk but this is our first actual real-time conversation back and forth yeah Very hey cool. ghost, I I have a quick question for you. Yeah, sure. What do you miss the most from pre-lockdown? Uh, that's a hard question. <laughs> that's um, a really good question, actually. I think the only thing I miss, to be honest, is like just the freedom. Just to be like, you know what? I do want to see some people today, and I can. And I don't want to kind of like being like, oh, I've had like the best time because I ha-. like it's been a little bit tough in some areas, especially hmm. kind of financially towards the beginning. And I know some people out there have had awful times like horrendous times, like losing jobs and, and things right. like that but for me my wife has been working from home i've been working from my home my little boy was due to start school and then didn't which i was like so happy because i was like i'm gonna miss him so much so for me like it's been amazing in that area that's the main thing i've missed is just that freedom to go you know what i really miss my friends i'm gonna go see them and oh i can't good answer you know it's a really interesting thing that you brought up the freedom thing because And I know this, like this is something that I had thought about and talked about and studied just kind of on my own. But then I saw someone that was comparing not just the lockdown, but isolation in general that we've had to basically being being in prison, the isolation type of prison too, or house arrest, that kind of thing where you really aren't around other people, pretty much saying it's almost identical as far as that level of uh, like lack of freedom, essentially. And so, oh, wow. it, which is a very significant thing if you think about it, because, you know, we, depending on what country you live in, of course, but we do take our freedoms for granted, for sure. And sure. we don't really understand how, how beautiful they are until we lose them. But you're right. I think actually freedom is at the core of what we've lost because, you know, okay. I'm, and I'm not talking about, you know, you're taking away my freedoms. I have to wear a mask. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, like you <laughs> no. said, the freedom to, to go see someone or, yeah, to go to a movie go or to a movie, go to a yeah. restaurant. Exactly. Or, or go yeah. to a coffee shop or, you know, like this. And it's not even that you're not, a, quote, allowed to. It's that they shut down or, you know, you whatever. You just can't, yeah. Yeah, it's just or you're it's worried that, thing. Or you're worried about being in enclosed spaces and breathing recycled air and you don't want to well, have yeah. to wear a mask. And, you know. So you lost the freedom of your mind, too. Right. Yeah. Emotionally, so. yeah. Because you're like, I'm scared. 
Yeah, that area's been tough, like especially like with my little boy, because I mean, he loves going to like the museum and things like that, and he'll be like. Why can't we go to the museum? And I'm like, like to try and explain that to a four year old is really yeah. difficult. Yeah. His best friend is like my wife and I's kind of best friend couple. My little boy and the little girl is like best friends. And they've seen each other like twice in a year. And I'm like, that wow. sucks. Yeah. See, that I'd be the suck. person who's like, why can't I go to the museum? I'd be like, because the dinosaurs actually destroyed it and they have to rebuild it. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Oh, I missed the trick. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, ah. you know, what was that Jack Handy, though, when he was talking about like I uh, I took my little like nephew to Disneyland and I drove him out to the middle of a field to a burned down building. And I said, oh, no, they burned down Disneyland. He cried. <laughs> but I knew he was laughing on the inside. <laughs> That's literally what it says. And I I'm can't. like, that would be oh, me no. taking my nephew out and saying, hey, look, oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Yeah. I can't hold a candle to the original Jack Handy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but I love how you were inspired by him. I think it's amazing. That's true. That's true. We probably shouldn't be calling it deep thoughts, though. We probably should call it like, you know, scintillating moments with Captain Influence or something like that. Because let's not worry about it. He he could sue us, which um, don't Jack. It's all in honor of you. Yeah. Scintillating Uh, moments with uh, Captain Influence sounds like a different show. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little bit more uh, (laughs) R-rated. Hey, scintillating doesn't mean R-rated. That would be like erotic (laughs) moments with no. What neurotic, neurotic, neurotic moments. moments. There you go. Somebody's chasing me. <laughs> I am so scared. You could go crazy with this. We need to find ways to create freedoms in our lives when there are some that are taken away. I think this is a good mission for us. So I'm just throwing that out. Think about it. What freedoms can we create even in the midst of this? But we're not going to go there right now. What we're going to do ghost is we're going to say, Hey, sup. Tell us about you. What are you nerding out on? All that good stuff. I know yeah, you, cool. but nobody else does. So yeah, talk to the rest of us. Yeah, I kind of you forget that, don't you? Because I've been speaking to you for so long. I'm like, oh, everyone else knows who I am. No, they're really, really dumb. <laughs> exactly. um, I'm just some dude from, uh, from Wales in the UK. So, okay. So my name is Kyle. I'm 34. I'm a Leo. No. <laughs> well, I'm originally from Devon in England. Okay. In Devonshire, kind of, by the way. In Devonshire. Um, Shire or sure? No, we say sure, Devonshire. That's what I thought. Um, ah. Yeah. It's spelt Shire, so we just we're just being lazy, to be honest. Yeah. So that's where kind of like the, the farmers are from, and that's where we have our cows and stuff like that. Gotcha. We're um, driving your lorries. I, I know that yeah, much. I and mean, our, yeah, yeah. And our, our combine harvesters and things like that. Yeah. So that's where I'm originally from. Right. And then I moved to well I moved to Wales when I was about ten. Okay. I'm not going to give you the entirety of my life because this will be a long episode. <laughs> kind of fast forwarding yeah, to Let now. me get the popcorn. Hang on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold on. I got to go to the fast bathroom first. <laughs> <laughs> we got three hours. Uh, fast, let's do it. So uh, fast forwarding <laughs> to now, I am a dad of one precious little boy and a husband to one awesome wife. Yeah, she my is, by the way. Job, I've, I've had a chance to chat with her. She's awesome. Yeah, she's, I mean, I, I obviously am biased. She's amazing. Yeah, and then for job-wise, I am a drum teacher, private drum teacher, and a session musician. There hasn't been, obviously, much sessioning since, like, a year ago, so that kind of sucks. But we've booked our first gig, which is amazing, and that's going to be in August, hopefully. Oh, if it, nice. If it goes ahead. Yeah. Way so that far really out, going. though. Yeah, it's really Yeah, I know. But, yeah, so, like, August Still. is, like, our first one. So, like, with, like, the whole band is, like, so pumped. We haven't done anything <laughs> for, like, over a year. Yeah, and I am a freelance artist as well. Something that I've kind of started diving into more over lockdown, to be honest. So I've like kind of art has kind of been my thing since I was, I don't know, since I can remember, since I was like in diapers, to be honest. And I kind of like left it for a while because of like just certain situations happened in school and stuff. And then I've kind of like re-found and rekindled my love for art and stuff. And it's actually like I've had like a load of commissions come in, which is super cool. Really? That's Yeah. Where do you put yourself out there to get commissions? So I started a Instagram page like about a year ago, maybe a little bit more. And it was literally a way for me to kind of kick myself at the butt and actually start practicing my drawing a little bit more. I kind of challenged myself to do a sketch every day for a year. And that was kind of a little challenge for myself. And awesome. I thought, you know, if I, if I put it out there... I have to do it. Like, I mean, if I keep it to myself, I'll, I'll go, I won't do today. I'm too tired and stuff like that. So I thought if 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 it's going to be public, I will make myself do it. So I started doing that. And then like lots of people who have known me for years will literally just be like, dude, I didn't know you drew. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like a couple months ago, I started kind of wanting to get a bit more serious about it because I've just kind of fallen in love with it again. And I 
did a piece that I was just super proud of and I put up and then I got someone from our church, the worship leader in our church. He was like, dude, that is absolutely phenomenal. I'd love to commission you to do one for our family. And then since then I've had like four or five more and that was only like two months ago. So, wow. Yeah. What, what subject matter do you draw typically? So nature is like my thing. So I'll do uh, like landscapes and, and things like that mainly. That's my main thing. I do other stuff as well. So I don't know if you saw Brian shared my my sketch of yeah. Hawk from... Oh, yes, uh, that was Cobra you. Kai. That's right. Yeah, oh my so, God, that was good. Okay. By the way, just so you know, that was episode 266. That was in January 29th. So if you've not seen that artwork, go back, scroll through, look for it. Should be on your podcast app. But if not, then you can go to the website realbrianshow.com slash 266. But yeah, it's amazing. I want a yes. shirt with that. Yes. Seriously. Oh, thank you. I, I'm wearing my uh, oh, Eagle Fang karate shirt yes. right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I bought a those. buddy of mine. I sent a buddy of mine an Eagle Fang mask. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, oh, I hey, so wait, want I, one. I have another question for you, Ghost. Yeah, do, yeah. Do people in the UK say dude a lot? Depends um, what kind of subculture it really like. I say, I mean, I'm going back now, so I'm probably saying it and probably no one says it anymore and I'm just not that with the kids. <laughs> like me and so, Totes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I say dude. Like, uh, like kind of when I was in kind of like the more, like the punk scene when I was younger, kind of like Blink-182 and then kind of got into kind of more heavy music from there. When I was yeah. in that kind of zone, like people said dude and I say bro quite a lot and I say like, hey, that's dope. And I say that quite yeah. a lot, which makes my wife cringe <laughs> so much. Dope was from She's like, like <laughs> 15 years ago, but now it's like, it's still popular though. People say it all the time. It's yeah. Funny. Brian and I and other Americans just say, you know, especially in my age range, say dude without thinking all the time. Oh yeah. I just didn't realize that would come across someone from the UK it's to say that. Not so. just our age range though. People say it all the time, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I've adopted from you guys is smashing, which I know was an old term and kind of brought back with Austin Powers. But I'm like, you know what? I just I love that. I mean, nobody yeah. says yeah, smashing so, here in the States. Yeah, so smashing is kind of like you. Yeah, it's more of your upper class person will say oh, yeah. it's smashing. Yeah. And with along with like, oh, I'm mortified. Like you can say things like that. <laughs> you know, and I was educated on what a chav was for the first time a couple of years ago. And I, I'd never heard of it. I'm like, what the heck's a chav? Oh, poor you. Yeah, well, and I'm like, we don't have those people here. Like gangsters with tracksuits. I'm like, dude, those guys would have gotten beaten up over here in the states. All right, Brian, oh, bro, such do, a you wanker. Are, oh, I know wanker. <laughs> such a wanker, Brian. Anyway, bro, you're giving them way too much credit by calling them gangsters. Really, really not no, gangsters. No, that's like, what they told me. It's that they're gangsters with tracksuits, and I'm like, what? no, they, they. I say like more wannabe gangsters with yeah. tracksuits. Yeah, yeah. They they wouldn't survive a day out in some of the hoods here. They would. Yeah, no, no, not at all. I, yeah. uh, like talking about that thing, like Jane, I went to LA when I was, how old was I? Maybe 17 with, with my school. We snuck out of our dorms, which we shouldn't have done, but hey ho, I was 17. Hey, let's go for a walk down Hollywood Boulevard at like 12 o'clock at night. That's, that will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we're walking down. We're like, hey, let's grab so a funny. McDonald's. There's barely anyone in there. And there's this table near the top. It's basically a table full of gangsters. We didn't realize at the time. And we walked in and we got our stuff, sat down at our table, started eating. And then this drunk guy came in, big beard, kind of like scraggly hair, white guy, uh, yeah. walked up and he started just hailing abuse at the cashier. A uh, oh. poor girl. And this dude from the other table literally got up, walked over to the guy who's hailing abuse, showed him his gun. Oh, man. Right? Uh, wow. And I, I, me and my friend just like was like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> and then the, the drunk guy kind of stumbled, looked at the gun and then ran out the building. And then oh, the other weird. guy just sat down and carried on eating his Big Mac. It was mental. Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah. wanna, I, I wish we could just play some James Brown living in America right now. Yeah. Living in uh, I've had some weird experiences oh, with uh, with G's in the past, but not not to the extent of some people I know. But, you know, I've funny story in taiwan we were we were cruising down a night market and we got to the end of the street and i look across and i was like you know we had some some friends from taiwan that were kind of touring us around and i'm like what's over there yakuza and uh triads like don't go over there and there's two big guys standing at the edge of the street on either side of the street with machine guns okay don't want to go there and i mean but that's as close as i've been to stuff like that and then uh this is funny colorado springs you remember the la riots and stuff from the 90s Well, I do, but at one point there were a bunch of pretty hardcore gangs that left L.A. because, quote, it got too dangerous in L.A. (laughs) So they moved to Colorado Springs. Well, there was a a Fort Carson soldier that was just walking downtown, you know, with this is a true story. They they was walking downtown and, and all of a sudden this guy came up and said, you're on my street. 
you know, you need to cross the street. You're not allowed to walk here. It's just downtown Colorado Springs. They proceeded to kill the guy. So a Fort, Col- a really? Fort Carson soldier got brutally murdered by a gang in Colorado Springs oh this was back in the 90s, right? Weird. Cool. For anyone who knows Colorado Springs, that's a very weird story, but go ahead. It is because it's a very chill town and, you know, usually very safe, but there is a part of Colorado. I don't know if it is that way anymore as much, but it was for a while. There was a, a like a two to three block radius area that you go there. You're probably going to die. Weird. So weird. that is mental. It is. And it's, <laughs> totally. I didn't live anywhere near that, right? This was downtown. This was probably, you know, 25, 30 minutes away from where we lived and stuff. So we're downtown and all that. And then all of a sudden this drunk guy gets out, stands in front of the car is dancing or whatever. I mean, he was just wasted. And so I'm like, get out of the way, get out of the way. And so he finally starts to move. And I, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. Cause I mean, something's going to happen. Then he gets in front of the car behind us. And these two big guys get out of the car and started beating the crap out of them right in the middle of the street. I'm like, I'm out of here. Wow. So this is like, you know, nice. there's just You're certain places Kyle, you should just right? not go. But uh, Colorado know, so, Springs is not like that. Kyle. Oh, no, Colorado no, Springs is all flowers and pretty mountains. It's beautiful. And Colorado's great. Yeah. I just I tell you to share what, these such, stories though. And no, it's I, like, obviously being from the UK. Like, obviously I had that experience myself with the McDonald's thing because it's so weird because obviously we don't have guns over here. I mean, there are guns here, but they're not legal. Just to see some dude in McDonald's with a gun, I was like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing here. And I was like, <laughs> really taken aback. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think this would actually deter most people is to wear a katana on, you know, like like the Jap- <laughs> like the samurais would do, wear it on an actual belt of some kind, open carry. You just walk around, people be like, okay, I'm not messing with that guy. That guy's insane. And then you'd probably get pulled <laughs> over by the police all the time, which would suck. That dude needs to be sectioned. Like. Yeah. No, it'd be like, dude, it's it's legal. I'm allowed to do th- it is, by the way. <laughs> as long as I'm not like swinging it around. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny stuff. I appreciate that. So have you had any good American United States experiences that didn't involve guns or oh, violence? Oh, for sure. When I was a teenager, all the things that I loved were like Americans. So I'm a massive basketball fan yeah. um, and basketball is not big here at all. Oh, um, too bad. Yeah, I know it sucks. So I'm the only person that I know who likes basketball really. So I don't really kind of get to talk about it with many people very much, which is frustrating. But we um, do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like I, I kind of got into it because I used to be, well, I kind of still am, when I was younger, massive Wesley Snipes fan. And I remember my mo- I got home from school one day and my mom was like, oh, I found this movie for you. And it was back when like, you used to record it on VHS. So she was like, I recorded this movie for you. And I said, like, oh, what is it? She has got Wesley Snipes in it. It's called uh, White Men Can't White Jump. Can't <laughs> jump. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching it and I kind of just fell in love with basketball. I was like, this nice. is the best sport in humankind history. Totally um, agree. Oh, like, yeah, and I fell in love with it. And then I kind of just started getting into it more and more. Kind of back in the day, in my teens, I was massively into hip hop and stuff. And like, for me, British rap kind of sucks. Like, that's just for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't at me. <laughs> obviously, all the artists I listened to were American. Obviously, yeah. all the movies that I were watching were American, things like that. So I kind of held America on this kind of pedestal for a while when I was little. So, and then I went to LA and for the most part, except for that one time, it was really cool. Actually, except for another time where another mate of mine broad daylight, were walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Some dude comes up to us with a trench coat, opens it up and offers us crack. So that was oh, fun. Awesome. Um, okay. You took it, right? <laughs> well, you did. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so so we bit. were like, <laughs> so we were like, okay, keep walking. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like our experience in LA was fantastic. And then me and my wife, went to New York. Oh, how long ago now? Like maybe six years ago. We're not city people at all. Like I, I love to be rural. I love the mountains, but I was like, you know what, when are we going to go to like New York again? This would be like a one time. So we checked it out and considering we're not city people at all. We loved it. We had such a great time, like going to kind of all like the big restaurants and having plates of food that is far too big. <laughs> it, it was great. And we, we went to a place called, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. I think it was called Texas barbecue. I think that's what oh. the, we went there. Yeah. They served these drinks. You got these cocktails. And I can't remember what the phrase was. They were like, something like, do you want extra shot in it or something like that? We were like, yeah, sure. They were basically like fish bowls. Um, uh-huh. Oh my me, gosh. We were like, we were like wasted after one drink in the middle of the day. <laughs> Whoops. And don't go shopping in New York when you are wasted. It's dangerous. <laughs> How much so did we you found spend? The N- oh my gosh. Oh, we found the, oh bro, we found the NBA store. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> 
So walking into the NBA store drunk with my wife was not good. <laughs> I'd take one of everything. <laughs> do you, do you, no, listen, do you have LeBron jersey? No, I want, a LeBron, I want the Jordan not, signed oh, jersey. Wait, not that number. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it was fantastic. Not the 45, but the 23. I can't, I can't imitate you very well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, can sound like that. I can, you kind of make me sound like Oliver Twist, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Twist. Please, sir. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I say, we're not really drinkers, which is hence we got drunk off of one giant drink Didn't in expect Texas it, yeah. barbecue. It was just really cool. Like we went and sat in just like a sports bar and like having a nice drink with my wife and there's like NFL on one side, NBA on the other side. And I'm like, Ah, uh, I don't get this at home. This is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so it's just little things. Yeah, I mean, for like obviously the the majority of your audience who probably are American, you're like, yeah, that's normal. But for yeah. me, that like that was really cool. I'm given to understand, Ghost, that you were into recently into bonsai trees. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, so, yeah, I am. I remember watching Karate Kid when I was younger. Huh? Ever since then, like not super geeking out on it, but I would like see them and be like, wow, they're cool. Kind of like growing up, and it was literally because of. The Karate Kid. And I was right. like, if I have one of those, maybe I could like kick everyone. So like, <laughs> I didn't work, but uh, yeah. And I started kind of getting into it maybe, oh, maybe like two years ago, something like that. I saw it. We were in the garden center. They got like a few bonsais, bonsai trees there. And like, I mean, garden center bonsai trees are great, but it, it was still really cool. And then they had the book bonsai for beginner books. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pick it up. And I kind of just started reading this this book and I was like, ah, oh, this stuff is really cool. I'm kind of like super spiritual and kind of like really into, into that sort of stuff. And the spiritual side of bonsai just fascinated me to kind of like oh. just like the correlations between between bonsai and like life was like amazing yeah. in just the way that they have to be shaped and stretched and like trimmed back and all, all this stuff that kind of looks quite brutal when you see it. And you kind of think, oh, this tree is going through a lot, but like the, the outcome is beautiful. And like, I thought that was such a great correlation with just like human life. Yeah. When you were telling me about this on Voxer, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And then I know I told Captain and he's like, oh, that is so cool. And of course, Cobra Kai was out. And so we were all nerding out on that too. But I was just like, we, yeah, yeah. I would love to get a bonsai tree. And I mean, I know that there's a, a decent amount of care that goes into it as far as you know, trimming it to the shape that you want. But I always was fascinated by that because of Mr. Miyagi. It needs a lot of care. Like you, yeah. like I, from my first bonsai, which I ended up killing because I didn't realize how much care it needed. It literally, you need to like really care for it. And like, yeah. there's a few different species as well. Like if you, if you were interested, like go for like something like a juniper or something like that. They're, they're really lovely or like a fig. I've currently got a Japanese maple bonsai. Nice. I mean, you can kind of look online and kind of just like look at different tree species as bonsai and see which one you like the aesthetic to. That's mm -hmm. kind of what I did, to be honest. They all grow in different ways and they all react differently to different kind of outside forces. And it's really interesting. It's really cool. That's neat, man. You know what? Before we go any further, because we totally spaced this last week. Actually, I did. We have to have a Captain's Origin because this was supposed to air last week. Oh, right. I forgot. And you're like, hey, by the way, we didn't do that. I was like, dang it. <laughs> oh, it and I don't care. But, <laughs> but no, but this is a good one. So give us an origin, man. This week, I'm going to give you the origin or actually four theories of the origin of the phrase reigning cats and dogs. Do they say that in the UK, Kyle? And yes. Okay. I think we need to do this. We need to ask Kyle, which one of these does he think is true? Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. After okay. You, after you hear them, let us know what you think is true. And I'll not give away the one that is supposedly false. So the first one, Odin, we all know is the Norse God of storms who I didn't know was off, often pictured with dogs and wolves, which were symbols of wind, Witches who supposedly rode their brooms during storms were often pictured with black cats, which became signs of heavy rain for sailors. Didn't know that also. Therefore, quote, raining cats and dogs may refer to a storm with wind, dogs, and heavy rain, cats. Okay, that's theory number one. Okay. Okay. Theory number two. Cats and dogs, quote unquote, may come from the Greek expression katadoxa, which means, quote, contrary to experience or belief. If it is raining cats and dogs, it is raining unusually or unbelievably hard. So catadoxa, cats and dogs, that makes sense to me. Theory number three, cats and dogs, quote unquote, may be a perversion of the now obsolete word catadupe. In Old English, catadupe, that's spelled C-A-T-A-D-U-P-E, 
means a cataract or a waterfall. And if you look this up on the internet, it, in, in like Webster's online dictionary, mm-hmm. it says obsolete next to it. A version of catadupe existed in many old languages. In Latin, for example, catadupa was borrowed from the classical Greek catadutoi, I think it's pronounced, which, which <laughs> referred to the cataracts of the Nile River. And by the way, if you, if you do a Google Translate from Greek to English and type in the Greek symbols, catadutoi, what, what it spells out, it translates to scoundrels hmm. for some reason. Oh, that's cool. And that's interesting. So to say it is raining cats and dogs might be to say it is raining waterfalls. Well, that makes sense too. Theory number four, cats and dogs used to cuddle into thatch roofs during storms and then be washed out during heavy rains. However, a properly maintained thatch roof is naturally water resistant and slanted to allow water to run off. So in order to slip off the roof, the animals would have to be lying on the outside, an unlikely place for an animal to seek shelter during the storm. Those are the four theories. Number four, by the way, that last one is, I think, the most popular. Hmm. If they, Oh, that's interesting because that was the one that I was like, no. <laughs> so that, that's your vote for the least likely? I don't feel like a dog could get up on a roof. Unless it's a specific ramp. You, sir, are correct. That is the one that, that etymologists say is probably not true. So I got and, two dogs and they can't jump that high. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's where that came from. Awesome. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Appreciate it. So, you know, we like to talk about movies and TV shows and gaming and music and all that and books. I feel like we just need to start asking what's on our playlist because it all fits in. It's a lot easier. Let's start with That's uh, what we're going to do from now on. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're our guest of honor today, The Ghost. <laughs> what's on your playlist, man? I feel like I just need to go. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I feel like I need to explain that name to be honest. Like the the only person who uses it is uh, is Brian, which is which is kind of cool. <laughs> Hey, he's the so, only one who calls me Captain Influence too. So, yeah. I'm so it's uh, it came from an album on Arrow Squad, and, and like, everyone kind of had their own kind of superhero name, didn't they? But back then, my and it was literally only me. What my wife that used to call me this. Uh, she used to call me the Ghost Note King, which is a is a drum reference. So I, I just took it the Ghost from that. That's literally where it came from. Music at the moment. I'm kind of kind of going down memory lane at the moment, which is kind of cool. Oh. I'm kind of rekindling my love for for Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Well, yeah. not anymore, but was from Blink-182. Because I was a massive Blink-182 fan and all things Tom DeLonge, to be honest, when I was when I was a teenager. And I've kind of just been re-listening to kind of like the self-titled Blink-182 album, which is genius. Even if you're like, I'm not into that style of music, it's just a genius album. So he did like another project called Boxcar Racer. I don't know if you know that. Huh. Yeah, Blink broke up for a little bit, and then he did this project called Boxcar Racer, which is ridiculously good. And then my favorite band, actually, I, it would be hard pushed to say like a favorite band because it's hard. You know what I mean? Like I have so many favorites, but I think if someone like it was like you have to pick, it would be either Snarky Puppy, Dave Matthews Band, or Angels and Airwaves. Like I love, huh. and Angels and Airwaves is uh, Tom DeLonge project as well. Oh, okay. So, another guy that I found maybe like over a year ago called Trevor Hall, which is really completely different different music, really chilled. He's Harry Krishna, I think. And so like really spiritual music. That's absolutely beautiful as well. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. If you did have to pick one song right now that we need to put on the playlist, just one song, okay. maybe, maybe two, just, just give us like one or two songs to listen to that I'll put on there. Okay. So I'm going to say Secret Crowds by Angels and Airwaves. Okay. And then I'm going to say Trevor Hall and the song is called Moon Slash Sun. Sounds like a spiritual song. Yeah. It's a, so a new good. Age, it's almost a new age song. Oh, uh, it's so good. Like it just, it's one of those songs you put on and it just makes me smile. Like it comes on. I'm like, I just start like kind of jigging and dancing by myself. It's great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and then kind of like playlist of things uh, I'm watching or reading. Do you know, have you heard of the night manager? I, okay, well, so I mean, the, you told you me about it, but I had never, it. I'd never heard about it before. You it's told me about it. So, oh, so I tell you what, when I, when I hear people say they don't know, it, I'm like, oh, people need to watch this. It's Tom Hiddleston. It's so good. So basically it's based off a book, which I think came out early nineties by John. And I'm going to, I'm going to completely ruin his name. It's a French name. John Le Carre, Le Carre, okay. L-E-C-R-C-A-R-R-E. I, I, yeah, I'm probably saying the name very, very wrong. Yeah, let's say that. Um, so yeah, he wrote this book called The Night Manager and they, they turned it into like a six-part miniseries. And it's yeah. on Amazon, I think. And it's also on okay. iPlayer. It's so good. It's like kind of like an espionage kind of thing. Like he, he, he kind of gets himself 
into kind of like this family unit of this arms dealer. Uh, it's got Hugh Laurie in it and he's amazing. Honestly, check that out. So I've rewatched that awesome. recently. Yeah. So, and, and then books. <laughs> so for Christmas, I kind of just got a whole new library, which is cool. People were kind of like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, a book? <laughs> Literally to everyone. So I had about 12 <laughs> new books. Book. So I'm the type of person I can't read one book at a time. I just can't do it. Um, I'm so with I you. Feel like I, I can't do it. I feel like there's a slight part of me that's a little bit ADHD. But at the moment, I'm reading uh, The Night Manager, actually, because I was like, I want to check out the book. Oh, nice. It's so good. His writing's amazing. And I'm reading a book by a guy called Richard Raw. Phenomenal man. So this is kind of more, it's, it's kind of on your theology stuff when it comes to Christianity. He's kind of out there when it comes to your kind of conservative evangelical kind of stuff. And he, that, that book is amazing. It's called The Divine Dance. So anyone that kind of is into that sort of stuff, check it out. And I'm reading another one. And it's a biography by a climber called Tommy Caldwell. Do you know him? I do not know. No, just climbing. His story is amazing. So he's got a, they made a documentary about actually it's on Netflix. It's called the dawn wall. Honestly, even if you're not into climbing, I've, I've, I've showed this to like, my wife has watched it. She is not into climbing, but was like this documentary blew her mind. And I've shown it a couple friends. That's wow. so good. But yeah, awesome. it's his story is ridiculous. Like I'll get names of places wrong, but basically he was in a foreign country on a like climbing expedition and ended up getting like taken hostage by like oh, wow. terrorists and oh it was mental and what was yeah. it called again? What's the show called? It's called The Dawn Wall is the show. Dawn Wall, okay. The book? Yeah. Wait, is it a book so or a show? Good. The book, uh, I think the book is called The Dawn Yeah, it is. The book okay. called The Dawn Is it called The Dawn Wall? <laughs> I think the book's Edit, type in Tommy Caldwell um, autobiography. <laughs> okay. That's his book. I'll and find then the show is called Dormal. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely link That's it amazing. Uh, in the show notes, by the way. So yeah, make sure to go look for it. Cool. Oh, and I'm reading a parenting book as well. Like that's my life and I, and I love it. And I just want to be like the best dad ever for my little boy. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm talking about Enneagrams earlier. I'm a uh, Enneagram four with a very, very strong five wing. If you know what that means. I'm not a massive Enneagram expert, but my wife kind of teaches me. And the fives apparently love to learn. And I've definitely noticed that about myself. So I just want to learn all the things about parenting. And there's this one book I'm reading at the moment by a guy called Jeremy Pryor called Family Revision, which is like blowing my mind. So yeah, that's awesome. kind of my stuff. You that's know what a I, nice playlist. What I love too is, you know, you're, you're jumping all over the place. And I know you said, oh, I probably have some ADHD and stuff. And I, I still question, like, I think there's actual legitimate ADHD cases. But there is a thing that I've been learning about recently which I mean, it's nothing new to me personally, but there there's a, well, I wouldn't say much of a movement yet, but it's the idea of the multi-passionate personality. Yes. And it is the person like you, like me who has so many interests and like, it's the firework personality too. You shoot up one idea, you know, a hundred come back and you know, you're kind of like the squirrel, you know, like, Oh my gosh, this looks cool. And, and it, and <laughs> oh, that is so me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not necessarily because you lose interest. It's because it's no. like, there's too much to be excited about, to be curious about, yeah, to learn right. about, and then it's like you jump from thing to thing because I'm in the same boat with books. I get bored with books very easily because I would say a lot of times there's just too much said that doesn't need to be said for me. Yeah. And sometimes it keeps my attention all the way through because they did a really good job, you know, hooking you and drawing you in. But yeah, I'm kind of like, okay, no, life's too short. Got to keep moving to the next thing. What's next? What else can I learn? And it's again, it's not because I lose interest it's because I want more. So I, I hear you on that. And I think that's a, it's a it's a person it's an underserved personality type in this world right now especially because everybody expects you know like hey you got to do one thing at a time and you got to finish and then you got to focus and you know blah 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 so i hear you man <laughs> yeah it's tough it's really because you're, you're like i want to learn all the things and i want to do all the things but you can't well thanks for sharing what's on your your playlist i like it that's really yeah. cool yeah captain you what's on yours man just a few things. Okay. First of all, I finally started WandaVision. So I'm, I'm through the first two different episodes okay. and I'm liking it so far. Even those Good. episodes, they're, they're entertaining and yeah. you, obviously there's something going on, right? So sure. anyway, I'm still into that I, and I'm, and I'm pacing myself. I'm not binging it. I'm trying Good. to watch like one episode every like five, seven days. Okay. Then I'm reading a book that I picked up that I got recommended called The Descent by Jeff Long. It's, it's a, it's a sci-fi book from like 99. It's a, a type of sci-fi I've never read before. Basically what happens, and I'm just going to give you the gist, the, the basic plot is that these weird things start happening around the world. Things are coming up from underground and doing weird stuff. Ooh, yeah. And it turns out that there's this 
enormously huge network of caves and caverns under under oh, cool. in in the earth's crust yeah. that are worldwide and so the armies uh, all the armies start sending troops down there and they go deeper and deeper and deeper and all of a sudden at the same time all of those armies are killed instantly underground hmm. and no one knows what happened and oh wow so, <laughs> and so basically the gist of it is that they've discovered quote unquote hell or the basis of our mythology of hell and it's actually real. And so it's humanity's exploration into this, this subplanet universe. That is interesting. World. Yeah. And it's really well written. It's a trilogy, I think. And it got a lot of awards. I've just never heard of it before. And so I'm, I'm, like, I'm just like reading it constantly right now. So it's called The Descent by Jeff Long. That wow, is that cool. sounds amazing. Yeah. Awesome, man. Speaking of books, I wanted to bring up that Lee Steven, who, you know, Bad Kitty has been on the show a couple times in the past. Yeah. He sent us, uh, the two of us, an early early copy, basically, of a book that he is finishing. It, it's going to be releasing sometime in April and all that. Uh, nice to see that he's actually back on it. I know he's been writing a yes. lot, but finally seeing a release. And it's based on um, Sandy Peterson's Hyperspace, which is a game coming out this year. And I, I mean, I, I've heard of Sandy Peterson. I'm not too familiar with everything that he does, but this guy creates games. And it's a lot of, a lot of board-type games, very sci-fi-oriented. Yeah. Board games. Okay. And so um, he Lee wrote a book called the world between worlds based on this game, which he's doing a lot for. He's been doing some other projects for other games and stuff like that. And of course, you know, he's just a great sci-fi writer. So we are in the process of reading and you know how slow I am with reading. So I don't know if I'll be able to finish it in time when he comes on, but I'm going to get as far (laughs) as I can. So, all right, well, here's what's on my playlist really quickly. Um, We're going to start with music because you did. And I thought that was cool. I have four songs here that are so great. Um, I'm going to start with Derek Minor. Do you know Derek Minor, Kyle? I've heard of him, but I don't know who he is. Oh, he's a rapper as well. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. He, he's got a new one called Clean. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hardcore. It's awesome. I, I just kind of recently discovered, I'm sure it's not that new, but George Fitzgerald and Lil Silva. Yeah, Lil Silva. I like that. Bro. Yeah. He, he, he uh, <laughs> Rollback. That's the name of the song. It's good. Uh, Lacey Sturm, former lead singer of Flyleaf. I love her. I love her voice. I'm sad. Flyleaf. They they brought in some other singer and then they broke up and never did anything. But I loved that band. I love Lacey Sturm. She's got a new one. Good hard rock called State of Me. And then uh, Lady Hawk. Yes. Spelled like the 80s movie and Matthew Broderick movie. Yeah. And and broods or broods or whatever. I think it's broods, but uh, guilty love. It's good. I mean, it's like these are good songs. So, Mm. you know, check them out. I'll put them on the list, of course. Well, you know what I'm going to do first of all is movies because I've heard that Love and Monsters was good. I had never heard about it. Kind of came out. It was really under the radar. And then all the people were saying, hey, this is a good movie and it didn't really get any publicity. Go check it out. So I'm like, okay, that's on my playlist to watch. Hmm. And then this came out. I believe it was last Thursday and we have not had a chance to watch it yet, but Zack Snyder's version of Justice League it's like oh, four dude. hours or something crazy like that. And it's going to be it's supposed to fix the problems that the original Justice League had. So we're going to watch that. Mm. We got to report back and say, did it actually fix the problems? Is it? I haven't that seen much the, better? I haven't seen the original. Well, watch that one first and then, well, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Um, I, I mean, liked I, it, I started, but everybody hated it. I started watching it and then, like, no offense to people that, that did like it, but I started watching it and got about 20 minutes in and turned it off. So, I mean, uh, yeah. it was one of those that I enjoyed, but I mean, was it fantastic? No. Was it no, Avengers it style? No, movie, not no. at all. But, um, you know, some people just really hated it and I don't know why everybody was so angry about it, but. Mm. I find it weird when people get angry about media. <laughs> I know. Like it's entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. Chill, chill your face. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's just expectations overwhelm us. That's what it is. That's it's exactly right. Yeah. 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 So that's one we're going to watch now. Since you have your Disney plus subscription, captain, you can also now watch the Falcon and winter soldier. That's out. We'll have to give you our quick thoughts on that too. It's so funny because like everybody's really excited about it and not going to lie. Falcon and winter soldier are two of my least favorite Avengers. <laughs> I just no, kinda, it's, oh, it's, I love, I love the Winter Soldier. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I liked his original story, but now it's just kind of like, okay, there's, there's not a lot of... I hope they really flesh him out because I think yeah. it just kind of didn't go anywhere. And Falcon, it's Bucky, right? Yeah. Falcon yeah. just hasn't uh, had enough of a story or a role yet, so I just... Yeah, I'm like, right there with no, you. I don't care. And, and not, not to mention his, quote, superpower is... It's okay. 
it's just funny how like those are my two least favorite. Well, not the two, but like Hawkeye's up there too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the Green Arrow was awesome. Hawkeye is a weak version, but whatever. Um, that's just my thought. Okay. Now two shows that I am watching that I did check out and ironically, I didn't know that I wouldn't say they're ironic, but I think it's kind of funny how both of these are actually Greg Berlanti productions. I had no idea. Yeah, I guess coincidentally, I didn't know that because, you know, he's typically known for doing the Arrowverse stuff, all the superhero things. So people had been recommending this now for a couple of years. It's been on my Netflix playlist since then. I've just never checked it out, but it's called All American. It's inspired by a true story about a football player from South Crenshaw, moved to Beverly Hills, you know, and, and then went into the NFL and stuff like that. And so I thought, well, cool. You know, I usually like those kind of stories are usually inspiring well, then I'm getting into it and I'm like, this is like a lot of drama. And I mean like a <laughs> lot of drama, a lot of relationship drama. And I'm like, this isn't about inspirational football. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I realized, oh, it's a Greg Berlanti production. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's a, it's a CWE Greg Berlanti, very drama E. And you know what? It's like when they get into the stuff where you see his growth and then some of the football stuff and other things, I'm like, I want to watch this. And then you've got all the side drama that I'm like, oh, <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can get through this. So <laughs> here's my question, because people have recommended this to me and said, oh, this is really good. For those of you who have seen All American, does it get better and less like drama up? And if it doesn't, Fair I don't know question. if I can keep going because I mean, this is just not my style. Another one, which again, this blew me away that this was a Berlanti production because this does not at all feel like a Berlanti production in any way is the flight attendant, which just came out recently and it's starring Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory. I've always wondered how you say that last name. It could be, you know, like cook. Do you know what time was this? (laughs) In Big Bang Theory, is that Kaylee Cuoco? No, no, no. no. This was the one where like, (laughs) not Bernadette. That's you're talking Bernadette. Okay. Penny, by the way, it's interesting. It drew me in on that first episode and I was like, whoa, it's kind of like a suspense mystery kind of thing. Okay. Very interesting. And uh, like I said, really surprised me that this was a Berlanti does not have his MO on it at all. So interesting to check out. Branching out. That's what's on our playlist. Yeah. So much more to see, man. So much coming out. Last year, I remember thinking there's just nothing coming out. And all of a sudden it's like, I can't keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still loving Superman and Lois, by the way. That's been a fun show. I know not everybody is loving it, but I don't think anyone hates it, which is good. So it's kind of refreshing. But all right, dude, ghost, the ghost. Thank you. This was so great having you on, man. I mean, really, like we've been talking about having you on for quite some time. It finally worked out. We had to figure out the time difference, you know, and all that. But dude, so exciting. Oh, it was great. And like, I, I need to say, like, genuinely, like your show is amazing. Like, I love it. It's it's one of those shows I just love to have on because you just you feel like you're just having a conversation with your friends and you just talk about such like interesting things. And, and I love it. And and like off the back of that, I've been kind of listening to you guys for so long and like you, Brian, like even even longer. So you like you really inspired me kind of like. So I've recently started a podcast as well. Yes, um, really? and I spoke, I've been wanting to do it for years. I'm literally because like listening to you guys, I'm like, that just sounds so cool um, to do. And I, but I never had like a theme that I could think of of doing. So I never kind of did it. And then a, a buddy of mine not long ago was like, Oh, I kind of got this podcast idea. And I was like, dude, would you like a co uh, like a co-host or, or, <laughs> yeah. or a host with you? And he was like, <laughs> yes, six episodes in now, which is really cool. Awesome. Do you mind if I say it? Oh, please no, do. Please. I was going to, I don't, don't want to kind of do like shameless plug. Do you no, know? no, definitely um, man. Okay, cool. Thanks, bud. Um, yeah, so the podcast is called the Deconstructing Worship Podcast. So it's a it's a Christian podcast. We dive deep into kind of like modern Christian worship culture, and we kind of unpick it a bit. We kind of try and take things in quite positive direction, things like that. But we we don't want to be afraid of kind of like diving deep into things that aren't so great and things like that. So and what's been really cool is we've already booked out like two seasons worth of guests, which is like wow. mind blowing. Wow. wow, that's yeah, incredible, so, man. Yeah. It's been great, like trying to like find our footing and trying to see see what our voice is going to be like and things like that. So yeah, and like that's honestly like you guys kind of really inspired me to kind of do it. So thank you. Oh man, oh, you're I'm welcome. So that's you really good it. to hear. <laughs> and that's such a great topic because being a Christian, having been in worship in the past, I've seen the goods and bads of it. You know, and yeah. it's a topic that a lot of people in that I'm going to call it a field, but some yeah, are paid, yeah. some are volunteer and all that. But it's a topic that a lot of people in that area do not discuss. And they do, mm. they're afraid to discuss it. It's a threatening topic 
because yes, which is why we started the podcast. Yeah, be because you get these guys who get into the leadership positions and they're like, well, I'm doing it right. And then pride sets in and there, there's a lot of issues with that. And so I'm so glad yeah. you're talking about it because it's an it's a thing that needs to be examined and discussed and provided solutions you know, for as well. So I think it's yeah, cool. definitely. I love it. It's man. going really well. I'm having a great time. It's been, it's been it fun, awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. I know. Any social links you would like me to share as well so people can get in touch uh, with you? Sure. Um, because you're cool. So, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys are too kind. Man. I mean, anyone that doesn't um, want to get in touch with you is is a suck of all sucks. Let's just be honest. A wanker. They're wankers. <laughs> They're wankers. Bunch of freaking um, wankers. Sure. So I like to kind of com- compartmentalize everything. <laughs> so I have about five different Instagram accounts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have my personal one which i won't oh, give out God. it's kind of more for family and friends and stuff okay um but then i have like my, my my art page which is just called kyle treble with two b's t-r-e-b-b-l-e the artist and then i have my drum one which i wait, haven't wait, used kyle, very much recently i'm sorry it's kyle treble yeah my surname is treble it's my actual name is not a stage name even though I'm no a but it's, it's kyle treble <laughs> artist the artist. Uh, Kyle Treble, the, the artist. artist. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I got yeah. that right. I know I've always said like, what an amazing last name that you have being yeah. a drummer, a musician. Like that's just a cool yeah. thing. And I know it's like, it's like the given name. I think it's cool. Continue. I think, I, yeah, I think it's cool too. Um, and then my drum one, which I haven't used for a while, if you've kind of been wanting to see drums, is Kyle Treble, the drummer. As you see, I compartmentalize stuff. <laughs> and then our podcast one is just at deconstructing worship. Well, thank you very much for being on, dude. Seriously, like this, we'll have to have you back. Definitely, for sure. Oh, I had a blast. I could, I could genuinely just talk like another two hours with you guys. It's been awesome. I know. And that's the thing we were talking about is that this episode could go on for four hours easily because of the stuff we could talk about. And it's like, okay, we got to rein ourselves in somehow. And we did a pretty good <laughs> we job, did. but we have, we have a lot more to discuss down the road. So that'll be really fun. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll, really we'll have it. you back, dude. Don't worry. Yeah, I'd be honored to come back on. It'd be, it'd be awesome. I'd love it. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If I ever named my son Rictus, I would expect him to smile a lot. Of course, he would want to go by Rick, and nobody would ever get the joke. Oh yeah, you know what the music means. (laughs) That was fun! (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's time to go, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. I hope you have an amazing week and join us again next week. We're, I mean, dude, the fun just goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and, and ever. ever and ever. It's going to be a good Until time. It doesn't. Yeah. No. Ah, the real Brian <laughs> show is signing off. The real Brian show is a production of 514 media at 514 media empire.com.